Aloha, everyone. Welcome to Sasha Spins, where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. I want to ask you something. I want to ask you a couple of things. How many times in your life have you been asked the question, if you could describe yourself in three words, what would they be? You stop to think about how you would describe yourself, and now you've got your three words, right? If you don't, take a beat and think about it. Maybe write it down. Now I want you to think about how other people may describe you. Do you think they would use the same three words? Would it matter if they use the same three words to describe you? Would it matter at all to you how they described you? Would and do you put more value on how someone would describe you based on the closeness of your relationship and how well they know you? Yes or no? I know that those are a lot of questions, so you can write down the answer or you can just keep them in your brain for yourself. There's a now famous quote by Maxine Waters, I am reclaiming my time. And if you haven't seen that video yet, I know you've seen gifs of it, memes of it. If you have not seen the actual video, I want you to pause this and go check it out and get your entire life. It is such a simple yet profound message. Today, I wanna talk about reclaiming who we are and in turn, reclaiming our inner voice and how we speak to ourselves. I believe it is so important to control our own narrative and how we think about ourselves, but unfortunately, we do not exist in a vacuum. Before we can know ourselves or define ourselves, we've had a lifetime of people telling us who we are, what they think that we are, what they think of us. And unfortunately, or fortunately for you, if you've been surrounded by positive voices and forces, those words become our inner voice and they become the things that we believe about ourselves. They become the words that we use to describe ourselves. Possibly one of those three words you have written down. If those descriptors that people use to describe you are powerful or po- and positive, your inner voice will be one that is powerful and positive one of confidence, one of self-love, one of thinking you are amazing. If those descriptors, however, that people use are negative, whatever, insert negative adjective here that you may have written down, it's an inner voice that will be incredibly negative, incredibly lacking in negative, uh, neg- ne- lacking in confidence, a voice of self-doubt, fear, distress, not feeling you're good enough, insecurity. Recently, a video has gone viral of a four-year-old, a little four-year-old black girl saying she was ugly. Just out of the blue, this girl is sitting there getting her hair done. The woman that's doing her hair is on live. And out of nowhere, unprompted, this little black girl looks directly into the camera and says, I am so ugly. It brought tears to my eyes for so many reasons. But the first reason it caused me to break down and brought tears to my eyes was how does a four-year-old know what is ugly? And why would she think she was ugly? Why is that word even in a four-year-old girl's vocabulary? What are the voices around her, the presence around her, her parents, her siblings, her classmates, her teacher, 
Who are the people around her that would introduce her to that word and repeat it enough to the point where not only she would understand it as something as negative, but internalize it and believe herself to be ugly. When I say I watched that video, my heart felt like it immediately went to my throat. I watched this video and started crying tears of sadness. But at the end of the video, those tears of sadness turned to tears of happiness. The, the woman doing her hair immediately stopped, like grabbed this girl, turned her around and just spoke life into her. Told her she was beautiful, smart, capable, could be anything she wanted to be. She asked her what in the entire world she wanted to be. And this little girl said she wanted to be a teacher. And then the woman doing her hair responded that you're going to be the best teacher ever. You're going to be the nicest teacher and just uplifted that girl in a way that I felt in my spirit that if I, I felt like I was that four-year-old girl she was talking to and it just brought, oh, I'm thinking about it again and it's giving me goosebumps. The words that woman spoke to her, this little girl wasn't even her own daughter. Those voices, what she said, those words could drown out that narrative, that negative narrative, that negative self-talk, that negative inner voice that was already existing in her head and be a force for change, a voice for positivity, something that could impact and influence that little girl's inner voice and something that I hope and pray will stick with her for the rest of her life. I've seen it said so many times that we should be careful and so mindful of how we speak to our children for what we say becomes their inner voices, their inner voice, and that couldn't be more accurate. We are born as an entirely blank slate. Before we are even able to self-actualize and have an idea of who we are, we believe a narrative about ourselves based on the things that other people say about us, based on their thoughts, feelings, opinions, and projections about us. Notice I said projections. As a result, then, it becomes no surprise that our identities become projections of what other people think we are, positive or negative. And as we grow, we internalize these messages even more. They don't only come from our parents and our teachers and our grandparents and the voices, the adults around us, but then they become influenced by our peers and then they become influenced by the media and then influenced by society. All of those voices are swirling inside of our head and they are starting to form and shape our beliefs of who we are. And it takes a level of consciousness as well as a conscious unlearning and self-awareness to start navigating and changing and influencing our own inner voices. So if you asked someone to describe me, I want, I'm going back to the beginning of this podcast, the questions that I asked. If you ask someone to describe me in three words or maybe yourself, I would be curious to hear what you had to say about me or how you would describe me in three words, but more often than not, when someone most when most people describe me, the three words that I get the most are funny, outspoken, and loud. Those adjectives and descriptors may vary depending on who you ask about me, but for the most part, what people have to say about me or how they would describe me is mostly consistent, except for the people who don't know me very well and they say things like, oh, Sasha's so quiet. And I'm like, uh, you clearly don't know me. <laughs> All of that to say, 
that it's great while people have amazing, some people have amazing things to say about me and pretty are pretty on the nose when it comes to their descriptors of me. Ultimately, it doesn't matter how people describe me. It doesn't matter how anyone describes me because what matters is how I describe me. What matters is how I define me because I'm the one that has to exist in my head. I'm the one who has to exist in my body. I'm the one who has to exist and live with my thoughts, with my inner voice. Knowing who we are is a process that involves getting real honest with yourself, getting real comfortable with yourself and breaking down all of the things that you think you are based off other people's perceptions of yourself. And that is a conscious daily effort because society conditions us, especially as women, to be really concerned with what people think about us and to yearn for acceptance and approval from others. Then you've got the insidiousness of sexism that will have you labeled as a woman in ways that you would not be called if you were a man doing the exact same thing. If you're a woman who is outspoken and assertive, you know, a take charge kind of chick, I would describe myself as one of those chicks, (laughs) you'll be called bossy, whereas a man would be said to possess leadership skills. Don't you just love that? If you're a woman who is direct and doesn't punctuate emails or conversations with exclamation points and smiley faces and emojis and upspeak, you'll be regarded as cold or rude, whereas a man would be called professional. If you're a woman who shows passion and drive, you'll be regarded as emotional. Don't you just love that one? You're so emotional. Whereas a man would be regarded as focused, driven, serious about his craft. On top of that, on top of the sexism, you'll also deal with people's insecurities, envy, jealousy, and all other attributes that will cause them to describe you in all manners of way that may not be true to who you are, but will make them feel better about themselves. All of these things impact your inner voice and all of these things will make you second guess yourself and stay small. It'll make you shy away and swallow your voice instead of tapping into and finding your authentic self. All of these things prohibit you from finding your own true inner voice and crafting your own true inner voice and being the force behind your own inner voice. So how do we change this? I've just said a lot of things and it sounds depressing and scary and daunting. So I've said all of these things and how do we change it? Sasha, tell us. (laughs) How do we combat all of this in a society that counts on comfortable and lazy labels and conformity that counts on us accepting what others think of us and remaining in these boxes. How? How do we change any of this? I'm going to tell you, you don't even got to pay me. (laughs) Self-awareness. Self-awareness is such a powerful yet underutilized tool by so many. And it's very basic in its definition. It's defined as simply a conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motivations, and desires. In practice, self-awareness is what will have you finding the needle of truth in what someone is saying in their own hay of projection. Self-awareness will have you able to recognize when what someone is saying about you is more about them and less about you. 
Self-awareness is taking what you need and leaving the rest. Then using that bit of information to be better or to do better. Self-awareness is what leads you to your inner voice. And not only leads you to that inner voice, but listening to it. It leads you to recognizing what is true about who you are. What you know to be true about who you are. What you know to be who you are. And conversely, what is not true and what's instead is someone else's truth about who you are. It has taken me, I cannot even tell you how many years of practice it has taken me to get here. And I'm not even fully here. Some days, it's hard. Like I said, it's a daily practice. And it has taken me years of practice to do. But over time, through meditation, through self-awareness, I've been able to change my inner voice. Before, in the past, this recently happened a couple, couple of months ago, and, but before, before I'd come to this point, someone may have said that I was dramatic or bossy or loud. You know, those negative attributes, those negative descriptors that we put on others. And it would cause me to argue with them, like go back, get into this big unnecessary back and forth because I would take it as negative. I would take it as personal. I would internalize their projections of me and it would frustrate me. And I would want to shout, you're wrong. How dare you say that about me? But now, now, Sasha, today, through that meditation and self-awareness, that constantly practicing both, I recognize, I'm very easy able to recognize in people that their thoughts, their feelings, their opinions about me don't matter. And then those negative things, those negative attributes that they throw at you, those negative adjectives, maybe they're not negative. Are they really negative at all? Think about it. Those adjectives, dramatic, bossy, loud. Yeah, I'm dramatic. <laughs> That's fantastic. I've been told I have a flair for storytelling and it makes me a great cycling instructor, okay? My dramatic dramaticism, dramaticness, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I'm dramatic. I'm okay with it. And what? You're not okay with it? Sounds like a personal problem. Bossy? Yeah, I'm bossy. I get things done and I give direction very well. And of course I'm loud. Yes, I'm loud. I like to make myself heard. So all the better for you to hear me with. How nice of me to project my voice in a manner for you to hear more clearly hear me with. You don't even have to thank me. You're welcome. Boom. <laughs> Years ago, all of those things that have frustrated me, but now I've reclaimed my inner voice and I know who I am. So what this person, that person, your mama, your daddy, your cousin, how well they know me, how well they don't know me. Whoever, whatever they have to say about me, I know to take what I need, if anything at all, and leave the rest. It's not something, none of this is learned overnight. It is learned through consistent meditation, consistent through consistent self-awareness, and just a conscious unlearning of the idea that we are the extent of which what people think we are. We are not what people have to say about us or what people think about us. 
And when we change our inner voice, when we let go of that narrative, we change our lives. Because you cannot start fully living until you know who and what you're living for. It is up to us, it is up to you to identify who you are, who we are, and to live unapologetically in your truth. It is up to you, it is up to me, it is up to we to reclaim our inner voice, to shape our inner voice and go through this life unapologetic about who we are. So I want to know, have you reclaimed your inner voice? Yes or no? Is it something that you're still working on? Have you found it to be a difficult process? Have you begun that conscious unlearning of the things that you feel people have projected onto you all of these years? I want to know. I want to know what your journey is like of getting to who you are. You can leave me a voice note here on Anchor FM, or you can drop me a message on Instagram at Sasha Spins. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear about your journey because... That journey to self, that journey to self-actualizing, that journey to self-awareness, it is absolutely a journey of thousands of steps. And we do not, we will not reach the finish line if we don't even start. And we owe it to ourselves to start. So let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, peace out.